Hey Sarah. Hi Kareem, nice to see you again. Hi. Hi. Hi, I'm Sarah. Hi, I'm Kevin. Nice uh, I met Kareem at Port Portobello Business Centre. I used to volunteer there a few months ago. And so she, um, I believe, Kareem, you're a wellness coach, is that correct? Yes, yes. And I was having, a, I, I was a, basically a hiring at a, a desk there. So it was all about using Google Business today. I don't know if either of you have like a Google Maps result. I do, yes. It's, no. it's still based on office at the end of my road that I used to rent. Okay. But I'm kind of happy about that because I don't really want it showing as where my home address is. So that's something I'm going to cover is how, because for me, I'm based at home, how you can make it the road name, but not the actual uh, door address. Because okay. I want people to know my door number. Yeah. So that's part of, I mean, that comes as standard with Google business anyway. Um, yeah. and I, had, I had Google business, but for my private business as a website designer, and I'm not really happy with uh, when people look for, for it, mm -hmm. they have actually my full address. Hmm. So I can, I'll show you how to change that in a minute. So yeah, I'm, just, I'm going to make a note to make sure we cover that as well. So the idea is um, to give an introduction of what it is and the reason why you would use Google business. Um, I'm just going to open these out so you can see. So uh, Google basically, it likes to promote its own work. So if you list on Google business, you're more likely to reach the top of the search rankings and you're more likely to be referenced. So once you create a, um, a listing, you'll get like a maps result. And this maps result is on standard Google search and Google maps itself. And you can have your photos, uh, your reviews, which is very important, your address, your contact links, appointment links, and then any, any content or posts that you create. And then obviously you can create categories. So for you, it might be wellness or binge eating. For me, it's obviously digital marketing. Mm -hmm. And then you can be found on Google using these keywords. And it'll also uh, pull in reviews from other places online and also other content. You, so it's, it's like an online profile condensed on Google for you. And it just, it helps um, for you to be found and for people to keep updates on what you've been up to. So this is your Google search result. And then we have here your Google maps result, which is coming up. And this is uh, where it started five years ago. This is all you would get. And now they've obviously moved on. So you can see here on Google Maps, I've got my name, my rating. And then on the left-hand side, you've got everything we mentioned before, plus more actions. So all of your, if you do a short video, if you do a, an online tour or anything like that, it's all stored here. Mm -hmm. And for example, if I type in marketing consultant Ealing, uh, I'm the only one within about five miles that has <clears throat> has a lot of five-star reviews. So I've had people from Facebook Google me, see all of the five-star reviews, and then contact me on the basis that it kind of builds up trust. Because each of these reviews, you'd have to have authorized, people have to physically log in in order to be able to um, to, to leave these reviews with their name and their, all their details. Mm -hmm. So it's a really good way of collecting testimonials and making sure they stay in one one place. Um, also, it gives you a shareable link. So once you create your Google post, you, could, you have a link that you can share with people, whether you're promoting your business, asking them to review you, or simply just sharing, like sharing an update or sharing a post. You get a short link that looks like this at the top. Google Maps Place Theory Ruby Marketing. And that's just a way for you to, to promote your business. And also uh, for your SEO. So anything you write on there in terms of your description or your reviews forms part of your online profile in terms of your keywords and searchability. Mm -hmm. And the, I mean, the main thing is that it's free. It takes about one hour to set up and it's really, really powerful. I mean, I've got maybe four or five clients in total just from having this. So I, I strongly recommend spending the time just to go through and have a look. Uh, once Steve has just joined us. Hi, Steve. Just connecting his camera. Um, so to start with, we're looking at creating it, optimizing it, and then promoting it. Um, I'm actually going to use a new, new company I've set up called Enterprise Network as a dummy for this. So basically, we're going to create from start to finish a Google business account showing you what you have to enter and how you can kind of improve it and optimize it. And then we can go through a couple of questions on it. I've written down this, the steps and I'm, I'm going to share this with you afterwards as well. So you can just follow this as like a checklist. 
So if you don't quite catch everything right now, don't worry too much. Just um, you'll have everything afterwards. If you've got an existing one, Theo, can you mm -hmm. change the name of the business and the website and keep it the same? You um, So basically it comes up as a location. Mm -hmm. So each um, account is listed as a location because it's based on a Google Maps result. Um, so if we now go to manage locations, you can update it, but it's very hard to get it verified or you can create a new location. And if you were, I mean, none of us are shops, but if you were a shop that had multiple stores, you would create a location group. Because um, I've set one up, but I've changed the name of my business since then. Mm -hmm. and I'm using a different website. The, the current link still sends them to my website, but I want to get rid of that within a year or two. You could, you could message them. You could ask them to, um, to swap it over, but mm -hmm. they are very slow at responding, so I would personally remove that one and start again. But I've got reviews and stuff on that one that I would want to keep. Um, in that case, yeah, you can message them directly. So you can try and update it, which I'll show you how to do in a minute. Yeah. Um, but just be aware it might take them one or two months possibly to verify that. Whoa. So now, cause obviously they've got millions of results and there's, and now because of hackers, there's a lot of people trying to, um, to copy people's uh, locations and yeah. So you have to be quite careful with that. Mm -hmm. So look here, I've got one location set up, which is obviously myself. And you can see there, it just says South Down Avenue. So it doesn't have my door number or any kind of personal information. Just to recap, if I start from fresh, um, the reasons to use Google Business is to get on your Google search, to have a Google Maps result, to have something you can share with potential clients and businesses, and also to improve your SEO. So anything that you write in terms of keywords will actually um, be linked to your business and will help you to be found on Google and Bing and other search engines. Um, and I'm going to go through now and use Enterprise Network as a dummy and create an account from start to finish and then look at how you can optimize that, how you can promote it, and then any other questions. Um, as I said, there's quite a lot to go through. So don't worry if you can't catch everything, I'm gonna email this to you afterwards, and we can always have a chat if you have any other questions, any specific ones to your business. So this is my business account. I'm just gonna go back and set up a new location. Um, one second, manage locations. So you, uh, when you start, you'll get a screen hold on, that looks exactly like this. So when you go, if you go type in Google business on Google, uh, you'll have the option to log in using your Google account in the top right hand corner. It's important to make sure this is the one you want to use in future because it's, it's difficult to change the account associated with it. And then you've got first step is find and manage your business. If you think it might already be on, on Google, you can type it in there. If it's a new business, obviously you add new business to Google. For most people, you'd be using the second option here, add your business to Google. So we're looking at Enterprise Network today, which is a, a little company I set up to offer free training and events. Um, I think Steve, obviously you've come to the Enterprise Network events at, at UBC. Uh, we're also doing events in um, Hammersmith, Kensington, Acton and Ealing. Um, start by your business name. So step one is to find, make sure that you write this in correctly and have exactly how you'd like your business to be seen online. So for me, it's the enterprise network. Here we go. So that's step one. Step two is to pick the category. This is quite important because the, uh, the category that you choose is how Google will push you out to people online. So if I said I was a, um, a web design agency, I'd be seen by different people than if I was a marketing agency or a marketing consultant. So it might be worth doing a bit of research first to pick the right category where you're going to get the best results. For this, it's going to be business consultant, um, business networking company, obviously because it's about networking growth. And then um, do you have a location customers can visit like a shop or an office? This is important. So if you're a home-based business, you would select no. And then as we said, you would hide your door number. Um, obviously, if you have one store, you can have it there. If you have multiple stores, then you can create a separate location for each one. Um, and then we've got here, obviously, 
the location that you're based. So for me, I'm based in Ealing, but I also work, as I said, Acton, Hammersmith, all over West London. So we're going to start with Ealing and then you can add multiple. So really think about where your customers are coming from and try and have one, one of these locations for each uh, customer base. How many back. can you add? Uh, six, I believe. So we've got Ealing, Hammersmith, Kensington, Kensington and Chelsea. Obviously, that's the work I've done with Portobello. Um, we're going to do Brentford. And it can also oh, take off. Sorry, that was in America. It's worth just checking because I have obviously um, international locations. Um, Chelsea, Acton. And also think if you do want to reach a new market, so I'd like to get more involved in Chiswick. So I'm putting Chiswick there, <clears throat> which will help Google to push out my information to people in Chiswick. And then obviously you've got your basic details here. So think about the number that you want people to contact you on. Uh, that's fine. And then your website address. Um, something to think about is the way that it's written, whether it has www dot or not, will depend on the speed that it loads. So I can talk to you afterwards to find, to find the fastest loading uh, version of your site. For example, if I do just www dot, it will be slower than with the HTTP. And if I do without the www, it will be even slower. So this for me is the optimum way of writing it. And then this is just basically saying that you're setting up the listing. So it'll give you the option to promote the business, track analytics of who views and who searches for you, and also respond to customer reviews. I mentioned later that when you respond to a customer review, that also um, improves your, your usability, improves your rankings on Google. So within about a week of every review, I go back and respond. And then I notice I get a small increase in website visits. Um, this bit's quite important. So this is the main dashboard. So once you created your account, everything you'll do will sit on this left-hand panel. So home is just obviously the basics, getting you set up. Posts is the weekly post that you might be sending out. So that will be um, a short announcement or a few words. Your info is your basic information that we're going to complete now. Insights gives you analytics on who's searching and who's viewing your site. Reviews, and you, people can actually message you directly using messaging. Uh, photos is another important aspect we're going to cover. And then products is a way for you to highlight the products that you're selling. And then users. So it's, for example, if, if I created this for you and then you wanted to share access between myself and other people in your business, you can create multiple users here just to allow people to, to update it, to add content and to make the most of it. And then you've got, uh, you can use your Google ads can tie in nicely. Your Google, your G suite, so your professional email can come from here as well. And then you can add multiple locations and update your settings. So if we look back at the checklist, really it's saying it up, which we've, we've done, um, the first five, we've done the first six set, sorry, first seven settings already. So we're already halfway there. And this will become your, uh, your actual maps result. So if you just start from top to bottom and make sure that everything works perfectly. Um, and this is where I was saying that you can actually hide your door number. So I'm just going to put in a street address. One second, that's not, there we go. So you can actually move the pin wherever you want it to be. So if you're, if it goes right to your house, you can actually move it somewhere that's a bit less personal. Um, so in my case, I like to move it right in the center of the road here, basically next to where I live, but just a few meters away just for privacy. There we go, so now that should work.
sorry, it's not liking it. Uh, one second. And then your opening hours. So it's really important um, if you have like bank holidays, for example, e Good Friday and Easter Monday, it's really helpful for you to go and update this because then um, people can A, see that you're active on Google and they can see when you're open, but also Google likes the fact that you've taken the time to update it. So it'll actually show like confirmed hours and you'll have like a green tick next to your opening hours during bank holidays. Um, Just gonna enter this in. So for myself, I'm gonna do nine till six every day. Uh, I'm just gonna do the Monday for now, but obviously you can see you can just copy them down. Let's get everything set up. And if you're starting your business, it's quite good to think about the hours you do actually wanna work. Um, <clears throat> when I started this three years ago, I said uh, every 24 hours, and then I realized I was getting people from abroad actually messaging me and calling me 10, 11, 12 at night. So this will be um, UK specific. So if someone in America sees it, it will tell them that it will be you'll be unavailable during the middle of the night, basically. Let's fill that out. So all the opening hours are done. Uh, special hours, that's where you would do your bank holiday. Uh, we've got our short name. So this is a, like a, a keyword for you to be found on, on Maps. So I'm just going to do the same enterprise network. So that would be your, your brand name. So Steve, yours would be ISD services and Sarah, I believe it's the, the binge eating therapist, just nice, short and sweet. Yeah, with the Everyone's hours, do you recommend uh, hours you're working or hours you're contactable? Uh, for me, I do hours that I'm basically, I want to be at my desk and answer the phone. So although I might get up and work from half seven in the morning, that'll be the time for you to focus on the business. So it's really when you're prepared to answer the phone and, and help someone. So for example, if I'm running training courses or once a week, then I don't want people ringing me in the middle of a session. Uh, yeah, but I mean, I, um, I wouldn't narrow it down too much. So if you know that every Friday you're doing a whole day of training, just put down Monday to Thursday. Um, but if it's kind of ad hoc, maybe an hour here and there, I wouldn't um, limit people that much. So for example, I do training throughout this time and if they call at two, I'll just call them back at three. I wouldn't block out the hour. But if, yeah, but if you're going into a business for the hour, for the whole day, then it might be worth doing that. So if we go down, obviously we've got special hours. Um, one second. There you go. So your primary website's obviously very important. Um, it's worth just testing that and here you got your products so this is basically a free way for you to promote your products include your keywords and also think about the pricing as well so on my original account I've started to add in pricing so people can get a sense of how cheap or expensive I am uh, so add a product category so here um, just as an example I'm gonna do your business training Add in a product photo. Um, I'm just, let's see what comes up. I'm gonna add in a dummy photo here just to, just for test purposes. So you've got the artwork, you have the product name, you have the product category, which is quite, quite important. So for each service you offer, you'd add a product category. So you imagine that um, on your website, if you had a list of all your products, you'd replicate that on here, and then Google can then share this information for you for free. So if someone typed in uh, website design or SEO, digital marketing training, this would give uh, a sense of what I do, and it, they could actually highlight this on Google search. So I'm just going to, so I'm gonna put that under SEO for search engine optimization. Uh, and then the price range. I'm going to put from 99 to 199. So this would all, because you're based in the UK, this would all be in um, British pounds. So then at least people, people looking will know roughly your costs, what you offer and the, the kind of categories that you offer and then a short description. Um,
and then you can add a button to link to your, this is really important. So you can add a button to link to your website. So you can do order online, buy, learn more, or get offer. In my case, I quite like learn more. I feel like it's a, a little bit light, but it gives people a chance to then go back and find out more about what you do. So again, use the fastest link of your website. Um, let's do that. So there we go. Learn more. And then you continue that down. So for each of your products, you'd create a new listing for your product or service here. And then at any point you can go back in, you can go and edit it. Uh, let me just go back. So now we've basically covered all of the information. Um, the next step is to, rev to review it. And that can be a little bit tricky. Um, basically, because there's so many people on Google, either you can review it, uh, verify yourself by getting a postcard through the post, or if you're lucky, a text to your phone. So I'm going to try and verify it now, and it will probably be a case that will send me a letter through the post. Um, one second. Actually, sorry, I think because I've done it for my marketing company, it seems to have already review, uh, verified me. This is where you'd add your business summary. So if you have like a, a 200 word intro for your business, this is where you'd say what you do, the kind of customers you target, and how, and how you like to work as well. Let's do opening date. Uh, obviously, the, the longer your business has been established for, the better it's gonna look on Google. So think back to when you first created the business. So for this, it was 2018, was November, and it was around the 15th. Let's have a quick look. Just gonna add, um, and now we're gonna go through optimizing it. So as I said, the photos, um, you want your cover photo, your logo, inside, outside, and video. If you're feeling a bit technical, you can do a 360 virtual tour. Um, that, especially now with the lockdown, it's a really good way of people seeing uh, like how you operate and what your business is like. So if, for example, if you're a therapist and you have a nice therapy suite, you might want to do a 360 tour so that people know what they'd be expecting when they work with you in the future. And if you've got more than one people, having a team photo is very helpful. And that would all be accessed here in photos. Do, any, do all of you have uh, photos for your business? Only headshots, nothing. And I've got one picture of the room, I think that's about it. So that might be worth just doing a quick introduction, um, the type of people that you help and yeah, what you hope to achieve with the business. And Steve as well, I think um, because you're, cause you're doing Excel training, it might help people to understand it in like a 20, 30 second summary, just so they're clear on what you offer. So you've got all the notes here of what you should be including mm -hmm. and also the specs. Um, so the minimum specs for you to do that. In, as I said, in the case of videos, it's under 30 seconds, under 100 megabytes. And then the next big thing, which personally I love, is Google reviews. So every time someone reviews you, it will come up on here. Uh, let me just... I'll just show you, um, as I mentioned, the other reviews I had. So when you're on the panel, you go to reviews. And this is where you would uh, you can reply to them. So I've actually got one here I haven't replied to. Um, but whenever, uh, whenever you write, always think about the keywords and kind of be thankful, uh, be clear, and just pick words that are relevant for your business and maybe give them, give other people a reason to touch base with you. Um, let's have a look here. What you can also do is pull those through to your website. So as soon as you've got a review on Google, you can then repurpose that any way you want. And um, there's actually a plugin for WordPress that gives you a really nice, quick kind of Google reviews like this. So you don't have to update it, it's all done for you. And then it will give uh, maybe the first five or six reviews showing the star rating and the comment itself. The only bad thing with this is you can't edit this, you can't organize this in any way. So Google will just pick what it feels are the most relevant. 
it won't allow you to just pick the best ones. So it's, it's quite a good um, truthful reflection of your business. And then from there, what you can do is you can create a whole testimonials page. So for me on the homepage, I've pulled in the reviews straight from Google business. And then I've also broken them out and had all of them listed on here on a separate testimonials page. And you can bring ones in here from Facebook, from LinkedIn. Um, and it, even if they send it to you via email, as long as it's verified, you can add it there. Um, and it's always nice once you finish with a client to just politely ask if they can leave a review, if, if they're happy with your work. Um, let me just bring that back. Um, the, one other thing to think about is if it's a negative review. So uh, one of my clients, uh, they had a complaint from one of the, from a disgruntled customer. And it's really, it's crucial to go back, be positive, be helpful and trying to resolve the issue. So even if you, if you let them down once, give them a reason to trust you again. So tell them, uh, apologize and make it better. Um, something that I do myself is I'll always wait for the final payment till they're hundred percent satisfied. So when I worked with uh, Jeannie, Elsa or Steve, I'd always <clears throat> finish the website, check it through with them and then go through every single detail, knowing that when they do pay the, make, make the final payment, they know everything's complete and they've got no niggles, no issues at all. And that's one way to kind of eliminate any kind of negative reviews. And do any of you have questions about reviews or like how, how you'd be getting reviews? I used, uh, I'm generally used to do review for others everywhere I go because I think I'm tracked everywhere I'm going with mm -hmm. the location. And they always ask me if I want to give a review. So I generally review everywhere I go, but I'm not used to receive review. Not yet, basically. Okay. Something you can do. Um, so at the beginning of the, the meeting, I mentioned there's a share link. So you can find it in Google business or if you're just, if you're in a bit of a rush, what I do is I'll type in uh, the website address, uh, minus.com. It will then give you your maps result and then you can share that link with people. So for example, uh, I just finished something with Steve. I'm, he said he might give me a review so I can take this link. Let me show it to you. Two seconds. Um, Just pulling it out so you go to your maps result and then you go to share on the left hand side which is this button here and then this is the kind of the be all and end all so i'd suggest saving this somewhere so if you um you work with a client you can just send them this link afterwards say thank you for your time um if you have something nice to say please use this link and it will get them straight in there so they can leave a review quickly without having to mess about or, or find anything and it'll give them the option to review on the left-hand side. Um, if you're not sure, if you have any trouble, I can always help you come and come to find this link. And you can also get it in your Google business account itself. Um, any, any other questions or should we move on to posts? It was more a comment just on the reviews with um, as a therapist, our professional bodies explicitly state we're not allowed to ask clients mm. for reviews which is a bit of a challenge. So when I've done trainings, I've asked other therapists to review my trainings, but yeah, it's just been a bit tricky to try and get reviews um, just to the nature of the work I do really and confidentiality and all that. I think uh, Claudette, I'm working with another therapist um, and similar issue basically for privacy, for data protection, and also um, obviously some of its sensitive issues. It's the nature of the work. I think it's something we just have to accept and work with as best we can really. Trying to get people on training to review my training on my Google business. Um, let me just go to post very quickly. So <clears throat> again, as I said, um, the more you give to it, the more Google actually work for you. Uh, so there's a post section and this is where, uh, you can create an offer or on like an update. So if you're, if you have a training session coming up, if you're doing an event or in my case, I'm releasing marketing guides. So after I have promoted each marketing guide, I'm putting a short post on here to tell people, uh, you can give them um, like a time, you can make it timed as well. So you get a discount for the next month using this link. Um, you can, so, sorry, you can see here, add offer, add update, add event, add product. And that, and 
I'd suggest at least uh, maybe four times a year as a bare minimum to go in and write a short post with an image. It can even be a couple of sentences, but it's just a nice way um, to engage with people. So I've created this one here. See, free, free Byte says marketing guides, gives a link for people to re redeem online. And then if I, hold on, if someone does click on that post, it will take them straight to your website where they can get involved. So people can then subscribe for like a, um, a fortnightly email blast. One second. And also, if I show you again, if you create these posts and uh, they actually get featured here, that's products, or it's just a bit low down, search your updates. So you can, uh, it's basically like a blogging catalog. You can have a list of all of your, your achievements and your, your news pretty much. Um, one second. And again, I think you maximum you can do it is every seven days. Um, at least, at least every time you have a major update, I suggest doing that. So Steve, whenever you have a training event, whenever you, um, have like a new kind of milestone in your business, it would definitely be worth doing ad update. So we'll look at creating one. Uh, let's, let's do event as an example. So you'd event, add the event, event, uh, photography, the title, the dates, and then the link. And then you've got all the details here and then they can book. So that will give people an extra, an extra touch point. So whether you're using Eventbrite or Facebook or Meetup, whatever channels you're using for your events, this gives you an other, another um, channel for them to, to book from you. Anything about posts at all? Only that after you mentioned it a fortnight ago, I did do one. Ah, okay. <laughs> For the first time one. ever. Um, so I'm just going to try and try and find you. I did mention this, but if you ever do want to find your maps result, it's just your website link without the .com. So is it the binge eating therapist? No, because it's under the other one. So it's under Sana <laughs> Mente Therapy. So S. Something I'd really, really recommend for everyone is to keep your, your domains as short as possible. So I, I had Theory Marketing Services, Theory Marketing, and, and I just kept bringing it back and back. And now I've just got theoryruby.com. Oh, the domain is sanamentetherapy.com. But on Google, the business name comes up as Sanamentetherapy. Uh, oh, there you go, Sanamente. Um, you, but what I mean, when you're searching on Google, you can just type in the website link and it will bring it without the .com, it'll bring it up. So let's have a look. Oh, there's your update there. New online binge eating, 6th of April to 31st of December. So that means Google's going to promote that. And also it's going to make it time specific. So when it's, uh, when it's getting closer and closer to December, people are more likely to see this post. So you've got your photo, your title, your dates, and saying it's valid, and then your description. The only thing you can do to improve that is to have your booking link. So you can have like a book now button at the bottom. So if I go back, uh, that should, hold on. Just gonna close these down quickly. Did you see a booking link when you tried it, Sarah? Or was it just not available? I can't remember. I don't remember seeing it, but that doesn't mean it wasn't. <laughs> Let me just use this as a demo again. There we go. And you can obviously add times of the day if you wanted to as well. 10th of April, add more details. So here you've got the book and you've got the link to your button. So I'm now publishing that. And then this is what it would look like. Let me just... There you go. So if anyone did click on my updates or did find me on Google, it would give, as we said, the image, the title, the dates, the description, and then a direct booking link, whether that's to Eventbrite or whatever uh, booking channel you're using. Uh, just to note, it doesn't, that wouldn't um, become a backlink. So that wouldn't directly improve your SEO, but it is a way for people to find you. Um, again, I'm probably a bad example. I only do it a couple of times a year, but I, I really strongly recommend, yeah, if you can just 
every time you have a major update, ideally say once a month, let's have a look. So the next thing we're looking at is a free website. So it's not, uh, it's nothing like WordPress or Squarespace, but it's just a quick, easy way for you to have a little website online. So if you're um, say a tradesman or you're just having a very um, small business you want to test out, it's a, it's a good way for you to get started. So you go, on, you go back to your dashboard on the left hand side, you've got website and then here you can create yourself basically a landing page. Uh, let's have a look. So on the left hand side, you can edit it in terms of the colors the themes on the right hand side, you can edit the copy and the text and that'll also pull in uh, your news updates as well. So if you're having all your events, they can all be listed here. Um, let me just change. There you go. No, it's nice and easy. Just uh, look at the theme, edit. Um, you can edit the information. <clears throat> Google also really likes appointment links. If you ever see the word appointment come up, uh, it's worth having. Um, even on your Google Maps result, it will prioritize the appointment link over the actual homepage itself. Um, so the appointment link can be your contact page or it can be a form or um, like a landing page just to, to drive business. Second. Um, again, you can view, you can have like a basic site, which will be your site dot business site, as you can see up at the top here or you could pay to have a domain. So now if anyone does come across this, they'll see all my Google posts, all my reviews, all my photos and videos, my maps result. And basically it's like a, a landing page, um, giving an overview of your Google business account. And then if someone clicks on it, they can go straight through to your website. Um, in this case, it takes me straight to the contact page to get in touch. I don't know, um, have any of you come across that or set that up in the past? No, I haven't seen that. Again, I mean, um, I didn't pay for the domain of mine. So mine is just .business site. So I haven't had much traffic from it. Um, also, obviously, because I wanted to focus on my main website. But I think uh, for some businesses, it might be worth just paying the £10 and having it as like um, a, a click flow, like a reason to get people to your site or just to make an appointment, call now or get a direction. Let's see if that comes up. There you go, you got everything there. I think the beauty of it is it's so quick and easy. Like it takes 10 minutes, not even that, just to fill out these just basic information, pull it all together. So that's everything that's involved in creating your Google business. So you start with your basic information, and then you look at your products, your services, and your posts. And then over time, just start to build it out. Um, you can see now that services has popped up. So here you can, if you're a uh, therapist or a trainer, you can enter the services that you offer and then put a price or a description to attach to it. Um, it's just a, a way, it's just really a way to give um, people searching for you just a snapshot of what you do. Um, any questions on, on the process so far? I just had a quick question. You, know, you might be coming to it anyway, but YouTube is owned by Google, right? Can you connect your YouTube channel to your Google business page or not? Uh, you can't, but you, um, when you create a link, so if you go up to info, let's have a look here. You can link to it, but it's not, um, they're not technically connected. So from your uh, Google business, you can link out here to your YouTube channel if you want to, or using your appointments link or even adding it in the descriptions. Um, I mean, the main focus of this really is to get people to find you and then to go to your website, to go to your, your website should always become the home of your marketing. Uh, let me just, I'm just gonna check through, see if there's anything else that was missed. 
So once it's set up, you get your performance. So if you go to insights, um, after a month or so, it will start to fill out uh, the how people are finding you and the search terms they're using. So for example, if um, for a therapist, they might be looking for stress relief or um, self self help or anything like this. And these kind of keywords can help you to improve your own SEO. You can also see the time of the day, the days in the year. And you've got here also, yeah, how they would, whether they visit your website or request directions. And it's, it's like a very basic, quick analy uh, Google Analytics. Uh, and one final thing you can do is you can download the app and then people can actually message you directly onto your phone. So if someone's on Google, they can just put a question in, are you open today or uh, when can I see you? And it will just come up on your phone as like a basic text message. Uh, let me close this. So now the third and final part of it is to promote it. Um, so if you, for me, I have it in my, my email signature. I include it whenever I'm sending out a final email to someone. And also if someone asks for a quick bit of information about me or if they're looking for like a, a snapshot and they've already seen my website, it's a good way for them to <clears throat> look at your reviews, look at your previous work and just to get um, a taste of what you do. And only final thing to mention, Google Places was the old Google business. So you can just, if you ever see Google Places anywhere, you can know that they're, it's a, the legacy version, you can just ignore it. And Google Plus is an outdated social media platform. So out of all three of them, the only one you'd have to think about is Google Business. And there is one final tip. Um, it's called Bing Places for Business. Obviously, I'm sure most people here use Google, uh, but when you buy a new laptop or if you're Microsoft focused, you might use Bing instead of Google. Um, and the beauty of it is that Bing is directly connected. So if I go here, I can actually sync up. Um, you can sync your Google account with Bing and copy everything over. So all, all of the work that I've done, taking the name, the information, the website, um, within about five minutes, I can then transfer that onto, onto Google. One sec. Sorry, onto Bing, I apologize. So yeah, once you've completed, uh, just take the time to copy it across. Mm -hmm. And you can see here, already on Google Business, import from my Google Business. Um, and this is a button you would press and it will just sync everything across. Just gonna log in. See, I've got many Google accounts. Um, there you go. So it's just authenticating it and it's gonna transfer the data in a second. Again, um, as I mentioned, you, there's no need to put your door number. Um, there we go, one business imported. Go to dashboards. So I mean, I personally don't get much from Bing, but as a, as a five second process, it's really worth, it's, it's a way to be found on more search engines and to, to increase your exposure. Sorry, Steve, did we get, we went through this, didn't we? I explained obviously Google business and Bing to you in the past. I just wondered if you had a chance to look at it at all. I'd be myself. If it did, it didn't sink in. So it's, it's all part of my Google suite. Yeah, it's, well, it's part of your, your Gmail, exactly. Um, so what I'm gonna do after this is I'm gonna tidy up all these notes and you have the short video in the descriptions and then it really to go back and just use this as like a checklist. So I'm going to break this all down into bullet points and then for you just to go and try and work through these questions. 
But as I mentioned before, you don't have to fill out each one in detail. So you could leave products and services until you're ready to you to you understand your, your offering. Or um, I'd suggest just getting your website link, your contact details, and maybe a short description, and then filling the rest in as you go along. And what so, yeah. I'm doing at the moment my own business is just building networks as opposed to uh, trying to, obviously I can't get out and do client delivery, so this is a good opportunity to do things like this. Mm. And you'd be surprised, like, I, when I first started, I didn't think anyone would actually find, would actually come to me through the Google link, but it's starting to pay off. Let's just, I'm just syncing these together. Uh, I'm going to add a note actually, just to mention uh, Bing as like a little bonus tip. There you go. And to be honest, that's it. Um, I've I've done this with probably about 100 to 150 people from the Portobello network, the enterprise network, and people locally. And Again, it can, it can normally be done within an hour, even if it's, uh, say, someone new to it doing it for themselves. And uh, so have any of you got any questions or want to cover any, anything else? Uh, as I don't have a website yet, I just bought the domain name, but as a website designer, I don't have a website. <laughs> <laughs> Ex-website designer. So sh shall I do the website first before setting up Google Business? Um, I would do this first and then, I mean just while it's there I just get it get it ready basically because it will take five days for them to verify it to send you the letter through the post to verify so there's no harm in just starting it now and then adding in the website address later also uh, let me know if you're looking for hosting or have you got the hosting but I have the domain name and you have hosting as well uh, you know hosting uh, generally hosting I used to uh, either I used to uh, to use OVH mm -hmm. or I had a guy in India helping me a lot and he already he host my my two blog basically mm -hmm. one more about religion and more about one about parenting mm -hmm. but uh, I have a, uh, a plugin on, on one of two that that tell me every time it's off and mm -hmm. I receive quite a lot of messages telling me oh it's off or oh, it's back or oh, it's off. So I, for a proper business website, I would not use that guy to host my mm -hmm. website. Because I do hosting. Uh, and for I, blogging, if, it's fine. Mm -hmm. Okay. But I mean, you, you need it to then. be uh, reliable. You need it to be, for example, I use SiteGround, um, and I offer the host a managed hosting myself, or you can go direct to SiteGround. But they're really, really reliable. Their support's amazing. So if you're doing a WordPress website, I'd strongly, strongly recommend SiteGround. Okay. Um, and it works. But I didn't even know you were doing hosting because uh, I have two friends and uh, I didn't even know that you were quite doing as well website. I thought you were more marketing only. And I have two people that were searching for website designer and they asked me and I told them I don't have time. to do No, the focus of my work now is actually WordPress. So I do... Um, the majority of my work, I actually build WordPress websites using Elementor. Um, and then I host them and I do the support and domains. Anything website related is what I cover. But yeah, if you, if you want to send me an email, I can give you um, some tips on getting uh, hosting set up and how you can get the website off the ground. Great. Thanks, Theo. No stuff as usual. But Sarah, I'm sorry, if, if you want to hand moving yours across, we can do that next week as well. Moving mine across, what the old, yeah. I'm wondering whether it's just, because changing the business name and changing the website address is probably going to freak them out. Mm -hmm. So I think just changing the business name to begin with, because I'm going to keep that domain for at least a year and then mm. further down the line getting that done. But if the name, because the name's really crucial for me because it really conveys what my specialism is, whereas there's a therapist or a dime a dozen in London at the moment. Exactly. Give me one second. I'll just see how easy it is to update it. Um, I've never had to do it with my end. Um, just two seconds. I just generally found like Google to be really clunky with this business thing. Like, you know, when you're trying to get things to work and go through and it's not even telling you why it's not, mm. I don't find it very intuitive at all. Considering it's Google. I have to admit that their support and their updates for these things can be, I think it's the sheer volume of people they have to manage. Mm. Um, let's see. So this would be how you displayed and your business name. I'm just going to try it as a test. 
so this you'd be changing um the, the old one to your new your new business so it's under review um okay. so and they also had a little warning up here limited functionality because of covid they they will probably take longer than normal to respond mm -hmm. but so basically you go to info and then just the pen icon you can change it there um but yeah i'd probably do and i've actually so funnily enough i've actually changed both of mine today so my name and my domain mm -hmm. um so i have to wait and see see how long it takes them to authorize that i'll do it now and, and we'll see by next week if i've heard anything back if it's been approved but i, I got a, a, a faff with uh, facebook when i wanted to change the business name on facebook it got refused and i had to go through a whole appeals process with them um, and eventually they did change it so I'm hoping that Google are not going to be as difficult as Facebook. Yeah, no, I mean, they are, because they're so big, they are terrible. With Facebook, if you have like um, a bad review or you want uh, to remove something from Facebook, you have to jump through like a hundred hoops to get it done. Mm. Um, one of my friends had a, a spam on their business account and it took us, I think, six months in total to remove it from Facebook. Wow. But, that was pre-corona as well, I imagine. Yeah, no, this was a year ago. Yeah. It was <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so, so thanks for coming. I know it's hot and sunny today, so thanks for popping in. Um, next Friday, we do productivity tools. So we're either looking at Canva or Trello as the, uh, the two favorites. I know Steve was interested in Canva. I know other people have asked about Trello. I use Canva a lot from almost mm. all my social media stuff. So that's the one I'm most familiar with. I haven't even heard of Trello. Um, I, actually, it's got a lot of private stuff. But basically, Trello is like a, a pin board that you can put all your tasks and your jobs in. Okay. Um, a free service where you can make turn it into like an organizer um so they're both productivity focused um but trello is a bit more admin and canva is obviously more design yeah um but yeah if you guys fancy popping in on friday obviously more than welcome yeah that sounds good to me cool have a lovely easter guys eat lots of chocolate <laughs> thanks a lot theo see you later bye nice to see you all take care bye bye